I'm your host, Shazan, and on The Skinny, we get down to the nitty-gritty of living your best and empowered life now. I'm a wife, mom of two, daughter, sister, friend, and mompreneur, so I know from experience that as women, we have many shoes to wear, and it's not just the ones in our wardrobes. This season, we're going deep with lady chats and girl talks about topics that impact our multifaceted lives as women daily. Funny how some people think that just because we have strong opinions about our style and fashion, that we won't, can't, or don't have strong opinions about what's going on around the world and in the news. Well, we crush all of that on the skinny. And yes, that definitely includes style, fashion, and beauty too. So let's hit it, because it's showtime. Hi, beautiful. It's that time again. How are you doing with your amazing self? Oh, me? You ask? (laughs) I am here with you and I am doing good. Okay. So we're in full holiday season. I'm sure you guys have realized that. I don't know if you're aware, but I'm sharing just in case. It is full holiday season out there. And even though I don't like the colder weather, I just, I'm not a fan of the cold. I'm not looking forward to it every year. Not one of those, you know, excited people to put on the boots and all of that stuff. I see it as a cozy, yummy, hallmark, lifetime watching, friendlier outdoors environments, nonstop eating time of year. So. There's just something in the air that happens when the holiday decor pops out in all the stores and on the streets, you get the lights and all of those things and ah, all the specialty hot drinks that are front and center on the menu. I mean, it's like love is in the air. (laughs) Well, here we are another week. We are back together on the skinny. So on the episode today, many people have this common internal struggle. Some handle it better than others. Some pretend it doesn't happen to them or doesn't affect them. Some have difficulty coping with it. Some are crippled by it. Some would say they've never experienced it. Uh, They don't know what it is. Well, Again, on the show today, on this episode of The Skinny, we are talking about the fear of rejection, the root, and how to get a handle on this thing. So let's jump right in. Rejection. What is rejection? Rejection is the dismissal or refusal of something personal or professional, a proposal, an idea, an application, a test that we've taken, a breakup some type of relationship, friendships, uh, being fired. You know, it's just like the refusal of something in some format. So this dismissal or refusal happening to us can cause such a sting and also be very paralyzing at times. So we're all humans. It's what happens. It's, it's not like, oh, that never happens to me, darling. You know, that it, no. We're all humans, it happens. And the fact of the matter is that it hurts and it can crush us and sometimes debilitate. debilitate. And 
hate to catch my mouth there for a second. <laughs> it can, like I was saying, it, you know, it, it can be debilitating. And these rejections, depending on what it is or what it's about, can even leave us with scars. So because of the horrible feeling of not, and not wanting to feel them, fear sets in. Hence, the fear of rejection. And when we're faced with a situation that could have this outcome, you know, there, there is where it gets ignited, this fear. And so the reason, the reason I'm doing the show, I think it's something important to talk about. Not very many people um, would feel like, you know, hey, this is something I feel like I can talk to anybody about or I probably don't want to talk about it or um, it's something that you deal with quietly. So I think on this platform, being that, you know, now as you're listening, it's just you and I, <laughs> it's, a, it's something that needs to be talked about and I think should be talked about because um, it's something that you probably want to just deal with on your own in private uh, or maybe you do have that confidant that you can share this with and you do. So based on that and how, you know, sometimes we do need just like clarity I felt that this was something that was important to cover on the skinny because it's about empowering each other and sharing with each other things that we go through because we keep sit real over here and it's just, you know, straight shooting. So I'm going to share a little bit with you on why I felt it was so important to do the show today and why I wanted to bring highlight to this whole thing. So on a personal note, for a little while now, there was uh, this particular thing that I needed to do and should have done a long time ago, honestly. <laughs> and I just felt like I could not bring myself to do it. And something was stopping me over time. Just like you just feel like you, just, you know something needs to be done. You, you know, a phone call needs to be made or, you know, you got to touch base with somebody and it's just something in you won't let you do it. You know, you got to call and check up on something medically or, you know, whatever, the mortgage, whatever kind of thing that you know, hey, you're not, you know, doing cartwheels to try to do it. One of those kind of things where you just feel that hesitation. So, Something was stopping me over time, and I even got to the point where I started believing that it wasn't meant to happen, or else it would have happened, or I would do it. And so one day while I was thinking about the amazing outcome that could happen, if I could only get my behind together... <laughs> I almost said, if I could only get my ass together to do it, I found myself uh, getting sad. I was actually getting sad as I was thinking about something that usually brought me so much joy. And um, things weren't making sense because, as I said earlier, if I wasn't meant to do it or if it wasn't meant to be, then why couldn't I shake this thing? You know, and why would I continue to feel such joy when I thought of it in a positive way with it having a positive outcome? And so it, um, it hit me out of nowhere that day. And I was like, oh my Lord, 
I am the one that is blocking myself, sending myself all kind of stupid, <laughs> yes, I said it, reasons in my mind. I was like, so I, I was totally blocking myself and um, it wasn't God sending me some divine sign and message as I had, you know, chalked it up to be because it was... Um, this is something that I have held so dear to me. And I realized during that time that I would rather keep it tucked away than and let nothing happen because nothing's going to happen versus having something negative happen. Do you know what I'm saying? It's just like, oh, I'd rather not even put it out there. Like, okay, I'm not going to benefit from this but I can't bear to put it out there and for, for everyone else, you know, because it means so much to me. So I was fearing the possible rejection. And I also realized that um, I had internalized and connected myself to this idea that I had so much that it became like a, a part of me. I wasn't separating myself separating the possible no that I could receive. And remember, if you can receive a possible no, that means you can receive a possible yes. I just want to tuck that in there. I'm fully aware of that one. And I wanted you to know that too. <laughs> so I wasn't separating the possible no as a no to my idea or proposal. Um, but I realized in that moment, oh my God, I'm thinking that if this gets rejected, this rejection is to me as well because of how personal it is to me. So the fear of re the rejection and the fear of the no caused me to come up with all of these ridiculous reasons why I shouldn't, couldn't, okay? And even draw the Lord Jesus into it. I drew him into it talking, oh, the Lord's probably given me a sign. No. It had nothing to do with it. <laughs> but in that moment, it was such a major moment of clarity for me to realize that that's where the hesitation was coming from. Um, and I was like, oh, she's on. Come on. What the heck are you doing? Because I paralyzed myself and time, you waste time. You can't get time back. And from that fear of the rejection, I wasted time. And so bringing light to this, the root of it and how to handle it is something I see as important, especially because I know it affects so many people in different ways. And of course, in different areas of their lives. And uh, because of that, hence the show today. <laughs> so, okay. I found these quotes. Okay. And then, uh, so there's, there's one of them. The fear to ask is not because we're afraid of hearing the answer. No, but because we fear the feeling of the rejection. And that quote is what I wrote down when I realized 
what was going on in that moment. So that's a Shazan quote. This other one, um, like for art artists, especially creative people, and creativity doesn't mean just painting, or it could be you're a writer and you know you write poems, or you're a seamstress, or it's something that you're bringing forth into the world that's a part of you you've created and so this one i liked because there's so many creative people out there whether it's music or just so many different areas artistic rejection is is um you know remember erica badu she in her song <laughs> she's an artist and she's sensitive about her stuff ish she said something different so artistic rejection is like taking cod liver oil. Mm. They say it's good for you. You know they're right, but it can still be tough to swallow. And so I was like, huh, well, okay. That definitely makes sense. This other one that I thought was funny, it says, don't feel bad if someone rejects you or ignores you because people usually reject and ignore expensive things because they can't afford them. So that's coming from a whole different point of view with someone who is um, probably <laughs> speaking from experience and motivating. So here we go. The nitty gritty of the root of all of this. Okay. I did some research because I not only wanted to share um, what I experienced, but I wanted to really break it down thoroughly for you. So as best as I can, you know, in our time here on the show, I'm not a doctor, a psychologist or anything. I'm just sharing based on my experiences and the things that um, I inquire about and research that I do. And I share it here. So about where this you know, fear of rejection stems from and some of the ways to handle it. One of the things that I found um, when I was looking up there's Guy Winch is the name of an author and he spoke about this. And he said that whether the rejection you personally experience is large or small, one thing that will remain constant across the board, it always hurts. And it usually hurts more than we expect it to. And the fear of that causes us many times not to, to leap, not to jump, not to take the step that we need to take in our lives. So when we hear no, our minds hear you're not good enough or, you know, um, whatever it is that you are offering or whatever it is that you're giving or putting out there. Um, has not, has no value. You know, uh, you have nothing to offer that kind of thing. So first things first, we have to separate ourselves from the things and the thing in life that could be rejected. If that makes, did I explain that clear? Cause sometimes we take it, we connect ourselves to the thing. So that was the huge, huge, like moment for me was realizing, wait a minute, this is just an idea. This is just a proposal. This is just over here. This is not me. So if they say no to that, as much as I have put time and effort into it and it's a part of me, it's not me. And sometimes we have to like catch ourselves just because 
um, you and 20 other people went in for the interview and you didn't get that job doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you. Do you see what I'm saying? So, all right. Remembering that your self-worth is not connected to anyone else and you hold the reins on your worth, no one else. Okay. Unless you give that power over to someone else. Mm -hmm. And that's the error that we make uh, in times is that we um, kind of idolize someone that we're trying to get the approval from or hoping to get the approval from or give too much power to someone if you don't want to use the word idolize give too much power and importance to someone or to a particular thing way more than we should and we hand over a certain amount of power we don't need to do that okay so when you hear no that's never anything that we really want to hear <laughs> Even though there's power in no, the power in no in, your, in telling yourself no, and there's power in telling others no on the receiving end, it, I guess, you know, that takes a little bit more work. But when you hear no, what we have to do is to remember to pause and ask ourselves what before taking it to a whole nother level of, you know, we feel like so destroyed, what is or could be the reason behind the no? Sometimes we may never find out, but what, what is the circumstance for that? No, is it time like bad timing? It's not necessarily the thing, or it's not necessarily to do with you. It could just be time or, you know, so it's like pause when we're feeling that. Cause again, this feeling of rejection is a natural part of life. It happens, but it's just a matter of how we, you know, handle it and how we allow it to affect ourselves. So figuring out what that reason is, sometimes um, we just have to also accept that even though we're taking the steps to try to, you know, separate and to figure out why um, we could have been here in the no or why we got that no, we also have to accept the fact that sometimes we're just never going to find out. We're not going to find out why we didn't get the job. We're not going to find out, you know, fill in the blank to whatever that fits in um, to your situation or however it fits into your situation. So another key thing is keeping things in perspective. Are you allowing greater emotion than the situation actually calls for? What is the real loss that's happening? You know what I mean? Other than your emotions is now taking control that you're like, oh, you told me no, excuse me. How do you even spell that? Um, but yeah, are you allowing yourself to go way beyond emotionally than, than you even need to? So, I mean, example, you get a phone call, you didn't get a chance to answer it. Now you hear the message and it was your doctor calling and they're not, you know, give, give me a call. Or if it's not your doctor, it's your boss. And so you go into like this mental panic with horrible thoughts of, all the worst things before you even give a callback. Like really to catch yourself in that moment is like, hello, <laughs> let me bring it down emotionally just a bit here, put it in perspective. Cause that's the key thing is keeping it in perspective. Um, and then moving forward from there, because before you even give the callback, 
you know, you've already drawn up so many conclusions of the worst things of what are they calling you about? You know, what could it be? And all of this stuff. So it's, it's taking that control and knowing that you are the one that's in control and taking yourself through this exhaustive research after you hear no, or you feel rejected. It's like, we tend to go through this um, search within ourselves, like playback of, our own deficiencies and flaws. Oh, they probably said no because blah, blah, blah. Or, you know, no, they, they don't like me or I am not good enough. And all of this stuff that, you know, starts happening in our head. And even if it doesn't show on people, again, if it's a small or big rejection, it does affect us. Um, it does affect us. It affects us emotionally and that's just the way it is. I don't care how hardball you try to play or, you know, how tough and unaffected you try to, you know, portray yourself in life. This is something that affects majority, if not all of us at one point or another in our lives. So the other thing that um, I wanted to share with you too is, hmm. Going through and doing self-critical, the whole self-criticism and going through and trying to, you know, look at your flaws and all of this stuff, you have the option of the alternative, you know, making that conscious effort to affirm aspects in yourself that you know are valuable. So again, it all comes down to our choice and how we choose to deal with the situation, but we just have to catch ourselves so that we can deal with the situation. You know what I mean? So rejection, the bottom line is rejection is inevitable and never easy, but knowing how to limit the psychological impact and emotional impact and rebuking, (laughs) not the word I'm trying to say, reboosting, reboosting and rebooting your self-esteem you know, when it happens, it's like when it happens, it's just also immediate, but catching ourselves and knowing this, this is, this is again, why I wanted to share. It's like, these are tools that once we know them, at least we're more so inclined to, um, implement them than if we didn't know it all. It's the, you know, the unknown. So it's, you know, reboost yourself, reboot yourself, whichever one you want to say, um, your self-esteem when it happens, catch yourself in that moment. And, you know, it's imperative to make for a speedy recovery for us to like not fall into that hole. And because it's a fact that, um, it's a basic human need for all of us to belong and to feel acceptance. So when we are faced with rejection, it hurts. Again, be it big or small, whether we choose to admit it or not. Um, the root of it though, was quite interesting to me. And I, I definitely could see it when I looked at it and I thought about it, I definitely could see it. And the root of this fear of rejection, most times have been tracked back to rejections that we endured during our middle school years, adolescence years, childhood situations, which is a time that creates a foundation and guides to how we deal with circumstances when we face them again throughout life later. You know, for like example, if you have like this kid who or child um, that's like so excited and they're coming home and they're happy 
they can't wait. They want to share something and bust through the door, ready to share and this, and they're ready to, you know, go at it and explain. And they're going and going and midway they realize, Hey, I'm being laughed at or being humiliated or the reaction now is so jarring in that moment and completely opposite of what they thought was going to happen with acceptance and, you know, added joy. So guess what happens the next time they catch themselves and they decide, I'm never sharing this excitement with anyone again. I'm keeping this to myself and I'm never going to let anybody see me vulnerable like that again. And so it goes and on and on. And so the next time and the next time, and then who are you as an adult is you don't like sharing, you keep stuff to yourself and you know, you're hesitant to share your emotions or things that mean a lot to you. So that's what they traced and psychologically, you know, the impact that we have um, have had as kids, whether you're going through um, trying to fit in, you know, you're at school and there's a group that's rejecting you, then now, you know, the self-esteem issues build from there. And then now you don't like being in group settings or being in, you know, a big room with people or having to talk to people because again, like I said, they said it, not me. <laughs> it goes all the way back. And it impacts our lives as we go through. So all we can do as humans, because again, it affects us all, is work how work out how to best deal with it. And we can choose to hand over our power to someone else. And I don't feel comfy, cozy with that idea. I can tell you that for me. And someone else um, should never, we should never allow someone else to determine our self-worth and definitely never your belief in yourself. You shouldn't give someone else that kind of power over us when we're putting ourselves out there in circumstances where we can hear no or where we can be rejected. And because of the feelings that go along with rejection, that's where the fear of rejection comes from, which causes us, unfortunately, to become paralyzed sometimes. And so all we can do is figure how best to deal with it. And those were the tools that I shared. So I hope you enjoyed because that is a wrap for today. So remember, <laughs> we are now on both iTunes and SoundCloud. So please subscribe and share with your friends. Let them know about the skinny. Uh, if there's an episode that you like, share. you can share the link with someone else too and pass on the word, pass it along and take a second to review and rate the show itself on the platforms where you're listening. And we can be found on Instagram at Shazon, S-H-A-Y-Z-O-N and at the Skinny Podcast. And of course, the easiest way for everything to find access to everything is Shazon.com. And that's the main port to everything that we do. So drop us a line if you want to hear a topic on the show, if you'd love to hear something in particular or have any questions about an episode or this particular episode. And I will see you there. So I hope this episode was inspirational and empowering and enlightening. And I hope you enjoyed our time together. And that is that.
You've been listening to The Skinny With Me, Shazan. Thank you so much for sharing this time with me. As always, remember, you have the right and deserve to live a beautiful and empowered life. Stay tuned for next week's podcast. Hugs and kisses. Mwah.